Baylor basketball is set in recruiting in 2022, but even going into this next season with Keontae George, Baylor basketball is set in general. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Drake Toll here, joined by Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated, the director of basketball recruiting at SI, talking all things Baylor basketball. And I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football and basketball recruiting sponsor for the College Network at Locked On. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the jobs and the candidates for your job faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com forward slash locked on college. Jason, Baylor freaking basketball. If they're good at anything, they're good at basketball. I know you know that, but where I want to start in recruiting with 2022, it seems like Baylor has built an elite group of guys. Where do you view it on a national scale with your job at Sports Illustrated? As far as their 2022 class? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the best in show for sure. Um, You know, you start with a guy like Keontae George. um, That's a great place to start. Right. <laughs> um, just one of the best. Um, well, he made our uh, SI American first team yeah. and we had him ranked number five in the, SI, the final SI 99 for 2022. Um, what can you say? Dominant at all. This is I always gauge um, guys based off um, how they play against other elite guys. And so obviously Keontae played on the. Well, maybe not obviously, but he played on the Adidas 3 SSB for Southern Assault. And so every time he played against another elite guy, you could tell that it was, you know, his eyes got wide. And, you know, um, he wanted he he was he was aware of the moment and he thrived in the moment. And so I always look for that because you'd be surprised that um, when five stars play against five stars, you would think, oh, yeah, they must really lick their chops at this. But they usually don't. They usually do the I'm too cool to score thing. Yeah. They usually do the, um, you know, I'm going to pass it off. You know, I'm going to be a playmaker. I'm too cool, right? But Keontae's a, it's like he, he's like a vicious animal. Mm. He turns into a vicious in a great way. And so um, he's a guy who took it to another level, even in his senior year at IMG. He's a guy who thrives in the big moment. Everybody says they want the last shot. He's taking the last shot. You know, he's going to. He's going to go down with no bullets left in the gun. And that's his mentality. You know, people talk about a mama mentality. I've heard him talk about the mama mentality, but he definitely adopts it. And um, a guy who obviously has, you know, played well in Canada, 23 points a game, 230 plus point games. A lot of people were like, well, are you shocked that he's having this success early? Oh, no, not at all. Mm. I actually kind of expected it because, um, you know, he's a guy who's going to come in, step in and, I, I always expected him to produce right away, no matter who's there, um, because he's also a guy who's a student of the game and wants to learn more, wants to be the best player. So while he has that mentality, he's also a guy who's going to soak up a lot of knowledge. So um, the guy who Scott's going to um, you guys are going to love there and Scott's going to be able to use in a lot of different ways, and a lot of different lineups. Looking, you know, Jason, at, at not just Keontae George, but guys in general that Baylor's recruited over the last 15 years or so. Scott yeah. Drew's been able to bring in five-star guys, four-star guys that have made impacts, both out of the transfer portal and for, for guys like Keontae. How much 
has the game changed in your mind now with the transfer portal? But let's put it like this, right? right. Northern Kentucky has got a guy who's a senior who's averaging 22 points per game. He's going to transfer, be a grad transfer, and go play his last year of eligibility at Texas. Sure. And Texas could get this grad transfer senior who's 23 or a 17, 18-year-old guy out of high school to come play for them. A lot of these schools are, are going after the older guys, yeah. the Brady Mannix of the world that are transferring. How yeah. much tougher does that make Power 5, Power 6 basketball on these newcomers? It's tough. It's, it's significantly tough. And I tell you, I did a story about this um, for the underclassmen. I, I talked to a coach at Peach Jam uh, a couple weeks ago. Coaches, multiple. Now, they all said the same thing. They were like, Jay, I'm telling you, I know you talk to those guys. You better tell them. They, <laughs> they better commit because the days of the four and five man high school only classes yeah. are gone. Like they're done as far as this, as long as the transfer portal is the way it is. And and, and I don't see that changing for the in the foreseeable future. Um, they are. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Right. Because at the end of the day, this is people's livelihoods. They got to mm -hmm. win. And so if you can take a, a proven winner at the level over a guy who you think projects to be, you know, we're not talking guys like Keontae George. Right. Yeah, like you're yeah. going to take Keontae George. Right. We're talking like the guys that didn't make the McDonald's All-American game that are really are still really good, like the four stars in the in the 26 to 75 range. Great, really good players. But, you know, um, if you can get a guy who averaged, to your point, 22 at a mid-major, it's like, eh, I think. And, and then you look at their, their their schedule and you see that they, they did have 18 in that game against Vanderbilt. And then they had – they did have 24 in that game, that random blowout loss to Michigan. You know, you see that it translates. You know you can work with that guy. You know he's going to be probably a little more productive than the freshman guy that you're going to have to bring along a little more. Coaches tell me now that they don't even – we you've had a few. You've seen a few, but the days of, hey, just reclassify up. We can – we'll get you there. Just reclassify. Like three years ago, that was a thing. They don't do it as much now. You'll see – and you'll see it less and less because they're starting to do – they're starting to tell kids, just take your time, develop. You know, you'll be good. Just come when it's your time. Um, so I, I know a kid, I won't say who he is, but he was, yeah. I mean, I'm talking high major kid. I, I'm talking McDonald's level kid. And yeah. he was like, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to go. I can do it. Uh, educationally. I have the, the classes. I'm going to just, I, and he said, he talked to the staff and they were like, Oh, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. You need to, don't you cook an oven a little more. We got this, this other kid that is coming, uh, transfer, but you know, you don't, no need to rush it. Be a McDonald's All-American and, and then come after. And he stayed, you know, so that that's the new era that we're in. That's how it's changing it. Uh, black and white. When you have a guy in Keontae George, it's that good. Jason, what sets? Look, he's still young. He's never played a single minute of college basketball against Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse. What makes him already on par with the 22-point mid-major kid or even a Brady Manic, who's a high major going high major? What gives you that confidence in a guy in Keontae George who has not stepped on the court in an actual NCAA basketball game? Mentality. It, it, and that's the, the, you know, the quick answer is his mentality. Like, Pete, all the five-star kids don't have it, – it's actually pretty rare to have I, I don't I you know mentality wise I would say another guy in that class who had the level of mentality that Keontae has is Nick Smith Jr. Yeah uh wow you know hey, I mean I'm from Arkansas you're yeah. right up my freaking alley Jason right at right, my alley. right right 
So um, a guy who knows he doesn't think he knows he's the best, whether it's true or not, yeah. he knows he's the best player on the court at all times. And he expects you to, you and that meaning you, everybody else on the court to, you know, understand that as well, because he knows it. He doesn't think it, he knows it. Keontae's like that. And when you have that type of mentality at all times on the court, it's going to translate for sure. Because at the end of the day, while he hasn't played a college game, he has played against guys that are going to be lottery picks. And he played mm-hmm. because you got to remember, Keontae played in the NIBC, yeah. right? So he's playing. He's not playing at your local high school. He's playing. He's in a conference with Montford, Sunrise Christian, uh, Link Prep. The guys like this, these guys are going to be in the green room. He played a whole season with them. And in the summer, he played on the Adidas 3 SSB. So he's playing against MJ Rice, who's at Kansas right now. Both of them had 28 in that game. You know, like it's – so yeah, he's playing yeah. against NBA guys all the time. So he's getting that level of talent. But the thing that clicks for him and the things that separates him is his mentality. And that's what's going to uh, make help him to translate from day one. Jason, I want to get into really the Baylor's – grip on college basketball now I don't think that they are blue blood yet but I do think they're trending in the direction of at least one of the elite programs in college before that though the last thing I want to toss at you on Keontae George the kid goes to Canada and he's playing the entire country of Brazil in basketball and he's just tearing it up The, the guy was maybe the best player most electric player that I saw in that entire tournament you said you weren't shocked by that what did you see out of him in Canada? And does that translate then from the international game back down to the college game come this spring? Fall? Absolutely. Um, it's consistency. And, and that goes in line with the mentality. Because at the end of the day, you can't control who you're playing against, but you can control your approach and you can control what you do um, to, to prepare. And so mm. he's all, I, we haven't even talked about uh, his training regimen, which is insane. Um, he's the guy who's drinking the raw egg and <laughs> doing the rocky jog and yeah. thing at five eight o'clock in the morning. He's a he's a really hard worker, doing two a days, five six days a week, and he's done that for years, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you add the mentality on top of it. Um, yeah, it's absolutely going to translate, and you'll see. I mean, you'll see in your exhibition games. You know, he's going to control. It doesn't matter. He's going to, and I'm not saying he's not going to have. You know, he's not going to hit the freshman wall. Everybody does that, right? Um, and there are a lot of things he needs to learn um, as, you know, as a lead guard. I mean, but he'll, the good thing is he has help in that position. He, it, it, the load won't be on him at all times. So, and I think that'll only help him thrive. And again, once again, like I said, he's a guy who wants to learn. He wants to be better. He's not a guy that knows it all. So, um, you know, combine all that together, it, it, it doesn't shock me that he's being productive at all. I like it. Jason, uh, again, I want to get into Baylor's relative scope on college basketball. But first, got to tell everybody home about LinkedIn and what they've got going on right now for guys. I promise Jason is not going anywhere. The guy is lights out. Does anybody know basketball? Jason, he's got it. And he's going to continue when it comes to scope of basketball right after I tell you about LinkedIn because if you need – a job, LinkedIn's for you. If you need someone to work at your job or for you, LinkedIn is also for you because 810 million people use it. You go, you add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame, your LinkedIn profile, it spreads the word. You tweet it, they put it out, and people can see that you are hiring. It's super simple. There are screening questions. So you can ask, hey, you know, 
What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And narrow things down to get the candidate that you want. It's quick. It's easy. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one in jobs in delivering quality hires versus the leading opponents. 40 million people visit LinkedIn every week. 40 million people visit LinkedIn to find a job every week. You can post your job listing for free at linkedin.com forward slash locked on college. Make it LinkedIn dot com forward slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply jason baylor's freaking good at basketball man baylor is good at basketball would you put this program from everything you've seen and what you've covered from the high school game and talking to recruits and other coaches in the category of elite in today's realm of college basketball absolutely 100 percent. and i'll tell you how i'll gauge it on, on in the recruiting world um I've definitely seen a shift over the last, uh, let's say, let's call it five years mm. with elite recruits um, and the excitement of hearing from Scott Drew. Mm. You know, uh, like, yeah, hey, I talked to Coach Drew, man. You know, it, you know, and you can tell by the inflection of the tone, it's like a genuine excitement. Yeah. It's like, and I, you know, it's like, and I, I had a kid, I don't mind saying who it was, it was Cooper Flagg told me the other day. Um, his mom handed him the phone and was like, somebody's on the phone. And it's like, uh, and he was like, it was John Shire. And he was like, I couldn't believe it was John Shire. No. I've heard guys say that about Drew and Baylor and Alvin Brooks, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, who was an amazing recruit, as you well know. Um, but yeah, just in that, in, in that regard, I would say I've seen that shift and that's what kind of um, signals me to say yes to your your initial question. So for sure, I would definitely put them in that realm. Do you think – I would have going to ask this. This is off script. I'm completely going yeah. off script here. Yeah. You lose one of your best assistants in Jerome Tang, who's not just one of the best on Baylor staff, but across the country, highly yeah. touted for, for years and years for what he did at Baylor right. to go to Kansas State. How big of a hit does a program take when you lose a name like Jerome Tang? I mean, amazing recruiter, amazing guys. You well know, um, Jerome Tang was, uh, you know, just one of those guys, right? Everybody mm -hmm. liked him, right? Um, and so, uh, but kudos to him. I mean, he, he, you knew it was coming, right? He's too, too talented a, a coach not to to lead a program, right? So you knew that was coming. They knew that was coming. They actually encouraged it for years. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just like next man up like alvin brooks is in a mate his name rings out with recruit mm. you know alvin alvin brooks is a guy that uh everyone knows and loves so um it it's it's more so about you know all respect to jerome tang it's it's i like it's it's to use it in a different because because we're talking about do we see them as an elite program right so right. then we'll, let's talk about a place that we already no is is at the top duke let's take duke yeah okay so duke is duke right you don't have to sell duke is duke they lose nolan smith everybody's like nolan smith the greatest recruiter in the world nolan's my guy right and he is an amazing recruiter um so they lose him they're like oh i don't know oh man i ugh. Duke's going that's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt you know yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't it's not it, it didn't hurt you know because at the end of the day the brand is the brand Right. Mm. Then you get guys that are great guys and relatable guys and uh, mesh well in dens and living rooms with moms and dads and 
that's Jerome Payne, but that's also Alvin Brooks. And then he's selling a brand that is, you know, it's like selling water in a desert. That's how Baylor is. And that's how elite recruits look at Baylor now for sure. Um, so that Baylor offer, that Baylor interest is something that um, is peaking and peaking. And, I, and I'm starting to, you know, I did a story on dream offers and, uh, you know, why they don't sometimes materialize. And so, you know, you're starting to hear uh, Baylor in that conversation, too, uh, you know, for guys that grow up in that area. And, you know, because, they're, you know, they, they, they're going to remember the national championship. They're going to remember the runs that they've had, the deep runs in the NCAA tournament. And so um, they're laying that type of foundation for them to be uh, dream offers for years to come. So I definitely, you know, to your point would, again, I'd put them in that in that conversation for sure. Jason, we have here at Baylor what we call these little rose-colored glasses where all we see is exactly what we want to see in football, yeah. basketball, everything. Yeah. When you say the word brand, Baylor fans, they start to construct their idea of what Baylor is based on a fan's standpoint. When you think Baylor and brand, what do you see that as? Well, I in the world, in the world, in my world, I look at you know as uh, you know top-tier college basketball program, and I will put them up there with the Blue Bloods. Um, I would put them in the conversation of the Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, you know, and the, you know, that, that realm, 100%. Like that's not even, I don't even have to think about that. Um, mm -hmm. and I base it off, um, the reception I get from top tier players, not even top tier. I start there because that's who you want, right? That's who you want yeah. in your bench. So the reception I get from top tier players when talking about that brand and talking about. Um, you know, especially in the NIL world, um, they talk about how um, how much how excited they are about the offer and how much that brand can do for them, because it's OK to talk about that now. You know, it's a new world we're living in. We can talk. Players used to can talk about their brands, but now they can talk about yeah. all the brand. Right. So um, that's what I would base it off that first and foremost. And then, you know, obviously they've had success and they've had consistent success and they're built for success for the future. And they continue to get guys like Keontae George, who's going to make them look good in the green room in June, you yeah. know, stuff like that. So I, that's what I would base it off for sure. But they definitely I mean, that's that's an easy yes. Jason, I'm going to drop a locked on Baylor bomb on you here and get into how conference realignment is going to change the recruiting realm in basketball. As you see teams like Houston, great basketball recruiting market down in Houston, merge into the Big 12 and become a bigger brand with these schools. First, though, I'm going to tell the folks at home about Bill Bar. Bill Bar, right now, they are running, dude, this is my favorite, covered in chocolate, 100% real chocolate, delicious, indulgent, cookie dough, Bill Bar puffs. That is right. I have told you about the banana ones. I told you about the fudge ones. Those are all fine. These are freaking cookie dough puffs. They are light, chewy. They are, again, 100% real chocolate. And before you think, oh, that doesn't sound very healthy, it doesn't, but it is. Only 160 calories. They have 15 grams of protein, too. That's more than, like, chicken, depending on how much chicken you eat. All the joys of cookie dough without the hassle of making cookie dough, which I don't really know if you have to, like, make cookie dough. It kind of just kind of comes in neither here nor there like all built bars though they are unbelievable and they have these the, the fluffy tech just the built bar puffs that's what you need to go to build.com right now go get a cookie dough chunk puff that's what it's called cookie dough chunk puff low fat low sugar 
low calorie at built.com. Use that promo code LOCK15 too. You get 15% off. Again, promo code LOCK15 for the cookie dough puffs at built.com. Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated, college basketball, college sports in general, NIL, transfer portal, realignment. Dude, the buzzwords are out there. The SEO, it's like crazy. Right yeah. now, what you see in realignment, especially in the Big 12, do you feel like this conference is trending toward being the mecca of college basketball recruiting? Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I'll say this. I'll say in in the world, I actually did a story on this when USC – and UCLA moved to the Big Ten. That yeah. that news rocked everybody. And so I talked to elite guys, and I said, "Well, what is? It? What do you think about that?" Right? They're both recruiting. In this case, I talked to guys who UCLA and USC were really high on. And so I said, "What do you think about that? Is that big for you? Is that you know?" And I'll be honest, you know, people might not believe this, but to a 16, 17, 18 year old kid, they're like, you know, I, I don't. They don't care. Like they do, they understand the big, oh, the Big Ten. Yeah, I like to play in the Big Ten, but they don't. The reality is, they don't understand like the nuances of the back channel things. With um, you know, I think that's where the bigger, you know, I don't know if they're going to come in and be like, you know, oh, I can play in the big. This is what they say. I don't yeah. care. It's about uh, the system that I go to. So if I were to pick UCLA, it wouldn't be because they're going to the Big Ten. If I were to pick USC, it's not because they're going to the Big Ten. It's because the system is conducive to what uh, I feel will get me to the next level. And so I think that's the case with most recruits, elite or otherwise. Uh, so from that standpoint, I don't know that the impact will be immeasurably great. You know, I don't know that that's going to be the shift. If, if there is a shift, I don't know. That'll be the indicator, um, at least from their mouths that, you know, this is what they say. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know that it's the at least early on, I don't know that it's the the shift that people think. I don't know if, if that's going to be the the thing that the catalyst is going to drive all these recruits to a certain conference. I don't, I don't see that. I, I think it's, this is, I've never thought of this, Jason, you've, you've sparked a bubble. No kid is going, Oh wow. Well, the right. big 10 has a $50 million revenue for its teams. The SEC yeah. is 45. Yeah. I'm not going there. It's never going to affect them. They're right. never going to feel that. Your team, yeah. hey, your school's program has made two extra million dollars. The yeah. odds that that athlete is going to tangibly see that, oh, look, there are three more kinds of Gatorade bars that are in our school cafeteria for athletes. That, right. That's right as far as it's going to go for most yeah. of these guys. Yeah. And in, in that, it feels like NIL transfer portals are becoming much more prevalent. But when it comes to teams like a – let's throw out Oregon State, for example. Let's say that Washington State, for example, their conferences, the Pac-12, implodes, which is not impossible. It looks like they're kind of on their last ropes, and those schools have to move to the Mountain West. Does it then become a factor for a recruit comparing the Mountain West to the Pac-12, the Big 12, the Big 10? Yeah, 100%. You know, Because the reality is, at the end of the day, guys want to play in March. Now, that is what they do pay attention to, right? Mm. So it, it, is it easier to get to March? Is it easier to get TV? You know, they want to be on TV and they want to play in March. No. So um, that is the one thing I think, you know, when you're when you're that type, then now that type of scenario, I think, you know, parents and handlers are going to step in and and educate even more. So, you know what I'm saying? No. Um, so in that regard, yes. But, you know, in, in the other realm, you know, by and large, guys are trying to go to a system. And, and the, real, the, the thing that matters to these kids is. um now 
I mean, because in the new world we live in is what's your NIL pitch, depending on where the kid falls tier wise in the, in the class, what's your NIL pitch, you know, how much money can I make? Honestly, these, these are the conversations, you know, yeah. and, and it's okay to do it now. We got to, you know, we're all adjusting to that. Um, and, you know, how will you use me in your system? And, you know, if, is this system something that, you know, I could see myself thriving in? And, and that's what matters to them. Hmm. Jason, before we get you out of here, if Baylor folks want to find more of your stuff, more of your recruiting writing and multimedia analysis, where can they go? How can they find you? So SI.com, college basketball section, you know, just look there. I'm always there a lot. <laughs> so, and, and then I see you have the Twitter handle, Jason Jordan SI, and on uh, Instagram, Jason C. Jordan. So, yeah, check me out there. I'm always there all the time. I'm working 25-8, I like to say. Mm, mm. Basketball doesn't stop. Oh, not at all. Football not at all. stops. <laughs> so, look, March rolls around, football yeah. stops, man. There's none yeah. of that. Basketball? Okay. Constant. 100%. 100%. I love it. Well, Jason, thanks for coming on today. Great to have you. Look forward to having you again. Thank you, man. Look forward to it. And for those listening, thanks for joining Locked On Baylor, making it your first listen every single day, Monday through Friday. Now we're back in the full swing of things. Come back tomorrow. As I told you yesterday that Camp Stewart was going to join, I lied. He's coming on Wednesday now. Come back tomorrow. Camp Stewart will be here. We're breaking down the top 10 toughest Baylor football games in this fall on Locked On Baylor.